Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle, where we discuss meaningful business topics to add value to your efforts. Titus Bartolotta is a certified business coach that's often hired for one-on-one coaching, corporate training, and speaking engagements. Now, here's your host, Titus Bartolotta. This is Solutions from the Huddle, and I am your host, Titus Bartolotta. Listen, I know you could be listening to anything, doing anything, anywhere in the whole world, uh, but you're here with us, right here on Solutions from the Huddle, and we're so grateful that you are doing that. Now, you might be listening live on ESPN Charlotte in the Queen City of North Carolina. Maybe you're listening across the country on one of our podcast channels, but the bottom line is you are tuned in and dialed in, and you're investing in yourself. This show, for those of you that don't know, is all about personal development and professional growth. How can I learn and become better tomorrow than I was yesterday? And our way of helping you is by bringing some of the most talented entrepreneurs community leaders, and professionals across the country onto our show to help teach you the way to go. And we've done that today. Before we get into it, we start every show the same way, and that is in prayer. We ask that you'll join us. Lord, we give you glory and honor for all things, and we ask that you would bless this show, our guests, our sponsors, and everyone involved. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Amen. We're going to get right into it. Chris Allison is the co-host of this show, but he has taken the day off. Now, I didn't approve that vacation. Uh, he just he just didn't show up. Let's be honest, okay? He just a no-call, no-show. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He just couldn't be here today. But it's going to be me and you. Me and you, the listeners, uh, and myself will come together. We're going to co-host this thing. And our guest today is a friend of mine. I've known him for probably a decade. Yep. Uh, we've known each other about a decade. We've worked together in the past. Um, we are friends, we are colleagues, we're business owners and leaders in our own right. And we are in for a treat because Jack Barnhill, who's been in business for himself for the last five years is on the program, easy living technologies, right? Is that the name of the company? That's right. And so we've got Jack Barnhill on the program. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Uh, Jack, this is your first, first radio. First, any kind of experience like this. First, any kind of an experience. (laughs) So, so Jack, for those of you that don't know, uh, Jack is the kind of person that just gets the job done. He doesn't necessarily <laughs> talk about it. He makes it happen. And so I said, listen, I want you on the program because you're one of the smartest people I know. You understand this industry as well as anybody. And I want folks to listen and learn through the lens of your entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, how old again? I am 35. 35. You don't see a lot of 35-year-olds as accomplished as this guy. So I wanted... The listeners, we have so many people, Jack, that are tuning in that are young entrepreneurs or they're working at a job right now and they're just frustrated. I know the feeling. They want to go do their own thing and be in their passion, but they, you know what they tell themselves? I'm too young. I don't have enough experience. I'll fail. And you said at 30, yeah, at 30 years old, you said, uh, I'm going to say goodbye to a guaranteed salary every day and I'm going to go invest in a company and change my community. Right. How scary at 30 years old uh, was that to go start a business? Because I don't think you had a, a cloud of people that just supported everything, paid for it. You know, you, you had to go, go it alone. How scary was that? It was very scary. Uh, but thankfully, I had some supporters, you know, family, friends, uh, yeah. and a couple select customers that were willing to get behind me. Um, so I knew I had the support there. But I didn't know how it was going to grow. I didn't know how I was going to take it from day one to where we're at right now. And uh, really, uh, I just kind of did it day by day and just kind of hoped that things 
would fall into place and yeah. really didn't have a strategy at first. Um, yeah. Like I'm sure most people don't, you know, your strategy was just stop standing still, like just go start, just go, let's do it. Let's see what, what happens. I mean, you, you never fail until you, you fail. Right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, when you give up and yeah. we, and, and sometimes when we just stay still, that is giving up. Right. We being don't stagnant, right? Being stagnant. Um, how, how was it for you to jump without wings and hope, that the wings would grow before you hit the ground. Like, what was the mindset around that? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I again, scary. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't see the future. Oh, you know, I I didn't know if it was going to work, but yeah. I had to take the chance. Um, I had, I had what I thought was a good personality for it, and I had great things like my service dog Leo that kind of made me stand out from everybody else. Oh, we're going to talk about Leo. He's coming yeah. up in the show for sure. <laughs> so, I mean, the company is Easy Living Technologies, right? Everybody, I feel like a lot of other companies out there take more of the commercial approach, more of a too, too serious approach, right? Yeah. I wanted to be a little more free with it. I wanted to be a little easier on the customer and, you know, help them with their decision making. Why do you think that that was so important to you? And what I mean by that is I feel like, I know your personality. Mm -hmm. So when you say that people take it too seriously, did you feel like the client wasn't being represented? The people that are like you, the folks that are wanting it to be this more easy laid back. Don't talk at me. Don't talk over my head. Don't show me how smart you are by quoting all these statistics that don't matter. Mm -hmm. Talk to me like a regular person and listen to me. That's your personality. And, and in the industry, did you feel like, there wasn't enough representation of that, and you I don't wanted feel to start like the customers being heard enough. Wow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I try to take more of an approach to do that. Listen more. You know. Yeah. That's hard for a lot of people, right? It's hard for me. You know. Well, I struggle with it as well. Every salesperson I've ever met, including me, wants to help the person or make the money or, or close the sale, and we get so busy doing that that we probably don't listen. Correct. How did you overcome that deficiency we all have as humans? Because we're so busy talking. We're so busy going, well, this is what you need, right? Every time I walk into a place, the, the guy or girl tells me what I need, and I haven't even told them what I'm looking for. Um, how did you overcome that? Because that's something that we're all struggling with. I think it was more life experiences, you know, like seeing it happen firsthand, not just with me doing it, but maybe being a part of an install where it was being mm. done to another customer. And I, I really felt like that was a big push in me leaving the, uh, you know, the job market uh, yeah. and doing my own thing. So, so you were the guy installing and you get on the job site and you realize the customer didn't even get heard by the person who, who sold this thing. I see a lot of stressful situations. Yeah. Yeah. With, with that happening. Uh, or maybe, you know, come in, we're doing the install, and they're like, what are y'all doing here? Why, why are we doing this? Not what I wanted. Oh, this wow. This is what you were sold, <laughs> you know. Wow. How do you deal with that as an installer? So maybe we have installers listening right now that are thinking about starting their own thing, and they're, they're going, yeah. And maybe it's not just in the audio-video world. Maybe it's in any other uh, part of business. But how did you deal with it in the moment where you were there to do a work order you had to do your job, but you also had the client saying, no one listened to me. This isn't what I want. Well, you got to sympathize for sure. Yeah. Hey, it's going to be okay. Put a smile on your face, you know, and, and just 
make them feel better, right? Wow. However that is, whatever situation that is, there's a way if there's a will. Right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so that motivated you to get started, start your own thing so that you, so that clients would have a place where they could be heard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about Leo. So for those of you that aren't in the studio today, we have Leo who looks like he weighs a million pounds, <laughs> but it's all hair. Uh, but Leo is a service dog. And I love what you say. He's not, he's less of a service dog for you and more of a service dog for who? For all the people, you yeah. know, he's, he's, he's here for everyone else. Not just me, you know, yeah. the, when he comes into a room with me, it's not me putting the smiles on people's faces. It's Leo. Yeah. And I, I try to do my best to do that, but I'm not as good looking as him. You know? <laughs> so so um, Leo's on your business card. He, the, there's a picture of him on your website. Uh, what kind of a dog is Leo? He's a Labradoodle. And, uh, I, I really truly believe he's the definition of easy living, you know, yeah. he truly represents that, you know? Yeah. He's laid back and relaxed. Got the light. <laughs> <laughs> Can't we all be like Leo? I wish he's well taken care of. So you kind of hope that your client has that same experience, well taken care of, uh, easy laid back. Yep. How exactly does audio video and technology do that? So, so I know you help residential people in their homes, but you also help commercial you know, restaurants, hotels. Bar, A lot of these folks need technology. How exactly does what you do make their life easier? Well, I mean, automation is becoming a big thing right now. So anything I can do that, you know, from the moment you walk in the door to unlocking your door and the lights coming on, your music coming on or your TV's coming on to your favorite station, that that saves you minutes upon minutes, right? Yeah, over the course of forever. Yeah, which eventually <laughs> adds up, right? Yeah. Uh, and how many hours can we save, right? And our time's worth money. So, that's right. So that, that's one way. Um, simplifying the experience, not just automating it, but giving you an app on your phone or some, some way to control it other than just a, a hard button, hard to use remote, you know, yeah. um, is an, another way to simplify things. How many of our listeners right now have 75 remotes on your coffee table? Yeah, I know that part of what you guys do is you give people a simple solution. Yep. And you make it easy for them to use it. Uh, your company, Easy Living Technologies, and the website, easylivingtechnologies.com. It's that easy, right? Yep. How many years have you been in this industry? Installing, selling, working? 15. 15 years. Yep. 15 years. How many years do you think you're going to stay in it? Until the Lord takes me away from here. <laughs> yeah, because this is your passion. This is my passion. This is what I know. This is what I want to keep growing with, and this is what I want to do. So. In your industry, uh, this audio-video um, technology installation world, um, my experience, and maybe I'm wrong, but I see a lot more of an older crowd. The technicians are older. The sales professionals are older. Um, I remember when I was in your industry, uh, the very first time I was, I, I might've been 17, 18 years old selling, uh, for Sears. And, uh, the next closest person was 45. Uh, everybody was 45 to 65 years old. And I was like the only young person. Is that still true today? Is it more of an older crowd or, or, or younger people getting excited about this industry? I would, I would think it's more of a younger industry now because okay. I mean, you know, we have a lot of a lot of products that are coming out that are more geared towards the younger mindset. You know, with with music, with uh, you know Alexa and Google and all yeah. that stuff. I mean, that I believe 
the younger people are more interested in the older people more like your two channel audio guys or you know the ones that that just believe in like the older style technology with just a true amplifier and a couple speakers and a sub and, and that's yeah. all they care about whereas the younger community is getting more into the automation things the alexa style things yeah the diy products really yeah um, so the younger kids that are in high school and, and maybe coming out of college, you think that this is an industry that they can get excited about? I did, and I hope they would too, yeah. Yeah. What can you say for the, the folks that maybe don't see this as exciting? Maybe there's a 22-year-old college student uh, who, who has a degree in communication or business or whatnot, and they didn't necessarily see the audio-video world as an opportunity because maybe they're only uh, one of those big box stores is the only thing they think about when they think about TVs and speakers. Yeah. Maybe they don't know about the custom automated, you know, solution based part of the industry. How do you talk to those people and get them fired up and excited? Well, I think we need, as a community, need to get fired up about the trade industry as a whole. I mean, okay. everybody's so worried about their college degree when they could be making right out of, right out of high school, a decent salary with a good trade, you know? Yeah. And that doesn't have to be audio video. It could be electrician. It could be a plumber. We need that, you know? Yeah. And we got to work with our hands and our heads. Exactly. A little bit more is what you're saying. Yeah. And, you know, audio video is a trade, but it could be, in my opinion, one of the funnest trades because of the custom aspect that you were just talking about. You yeah. Know? It's never the same each and every day. It's different every time. Every time. And, and that, to me, is fun. <laughs> yeah. You have to be a problem solver when you're doing it. Yep. Even if the work, <laughs> even if the work order is great, even if you did listen to the client, um, it can be a challenge on site when technology. How many people out there know that technology doesn't always do exactly what it's supposed to do? Right. That's why we got professionals, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, but on the other end, I want to ask you some questions about why we ought to use professionals in a world where everything's so do it yourself, and and we've kind of convinced the marketplace that. I can just press a button on my phone and I don't need to have a professional look at anything. I want to get your opinion on that. Uh, but we, we want everyone to stay with us. We're going to say thank you to our sponsors and everyone that helps make this show possible. You're listening to Solutions from the Huddle right here on ESPN Charlotte. Looking for a fun team building event that helps to reduce stress and get everyone on the same page? Consider booking Mobile Smash Rooms for your next corporate event. Imagine a space that is designed for you to swing a tool of your choice and smash your stress away but while being fully entertained. Learn more by calling 980-999-4119 or visiting mobilesmashrooms.com and say goodbye to stress. That's mobilesmashrooms.com. Need an oil change quick? Visit Speedy. They'll change your oil and filter, top off your fluids, air up your tires, and get you on your way. Get your vehicle serviced by people who care with locations at 4752 South Boulevard in Charlotte and 1484 Azell Boulevard in Spartanburg. Speedy oil change and auto service for all your vehicle needs. All right, and we're back. Thank you to every one of those sponsors. Uh, these microphones are because of you guys. The switchboard is because of you guys. Uh, man, we're so grateful. If you're not doing business with one of the folks uh, that are sponsoring the program, we just ask that you'll check them out. Take a look at what they're doing because we think that they're doing great work. If you want to get branding and exposure for your business, it's very easy to do that. You can be a part of the program as well. You just simply go to info at team-csg.com and uh, allow us to partner with you and your brand. Now, we're getting back to talking with Jack Barnhill. He's been in the industry, the audio-video technology world for the last 15 years. 
About five years ago, Jack decided to start his own business called Easy Living Technologies. So he's a five-year entrepreneur. He's 35 years old. Uh, he's a young person, but he is absolutely brilliant. And it's not him alone. He's got an amazing partner. His service dog, Leo, is on all of the marketing material. He's on the front of the website. Leo brings smiles to faces. And while they're distracted with Leo, he's over there putting TVs in place and audio systems and automation products and making people's lives truly easier. So we're talking with Jack. Jack, when we went to break, we were talking about how um, it's a do-it-yourself kind of world, right? Alexa, Siri, everything's an app. You know, if you want lighting control, just go to Lowe's and get a Hue light bulb, put it in, and download the app. But that's really not a great solution. All those systems don't necessarily talk to each other, and there's going to be road bumps and, op- and obstacles along the way. How do we talk to the market that says, I'm young, there's an app for that, I don't need to call a professional? How do we get those people to believe in more of a collaborative spirit that we ought to not buy a home without a real estate agent? We ought to not have our money not managed by a financial advisor. Well, the same thing's true with our audio, video, and technology. We ought to call Jack and his team and have them be a part of our solution. What do you say to those people? I say all those products are great, um, and they do what they do just fine. But you got to remember, like with a, a, a with a home, you you have a foundation that you build it on, right? Yeah. Well, with all these products, there's a foundation that needs to be built and stable, at, such as your, your Wi-Fi network. Mm. Um, so if you don't have that, if you don't have someone come in and, and professionally wire it up to where all the Wi-Fi access points are in the right spot, modem's in the right spot, the router's in the right spot, if you don't have that foundation, your your um, your product is not going to do what it's supposed to do, and your experience is not going to be fun. So what do you mean access points? Because, I mean, you know, you got a, the cable company gives you a, a, a router, it goes in the closet somewhere, and, and that's the Wi-Fi for the whole house, No. Uh, yeah, usually that's what happens, and usually that's why we get the phone call. But uh, uh, <clears throat> Wi-Fi access points usually are hardwired from the, the location of the router to uh, remote areas of the home where the Wi-Fi is not reaching. And yeah, literally just repeats the signal from there. So is this why, because in my home, I'll be honest, uh, Jack, you and your team have done a great job in my own home, highly endorse you guys. But is this why I have good good access everywhere in my home because you guys have put them or, you know, all over the place. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I, how many of the listeners out there right now just have one device that's, that's spitting a signal out across a 1500 square foot home, a 3000 square foot home, maybe a 6,000 square foot home. And they're wondering why all these products don't work. And you're saying it's because we probably don't have a strong internet foundation foundation. Okay. Um, how hard is it to put that in place if it wasn't pre-wired, right? My house is already built, Jack. How are you going to get these things all over the place? I didn't think about it. The builder didn't tell me about it. I moved into the house. We don't have all that stuff. So is it done? Am I, am I over or can I still call you and have you fix that? There is always a solution, whether it be retro in the wires in the walls after the fact or doing a wireless type solution where, where it's a, a mesh type solution. There, there's always a solution. And we've, we've been hands-on and custom enough to be able to figure out those solutions. You so. just used a word mesh solution. <laughs> yeah. Four people just crashed into a telephone pole and they have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> what do you mean? So I get the wired part. Let me make sure I understand. So you run a wire from the router to, I don't know, 300 feet away and you put another thing that's, that extends the signal, right? I get that. That makes sense. What about when you can't do that? You said there are wireless solutions. What do you mean? So there's products out there that 
that use what they call a mesh mesh network and basically um, think of it as like a spider web the more the more points of contact we have the more mesh nodes that we have the stronger that that web becomes and mm. it doesn't require any wires in between the main unit to those mesh units yeah. therefore building a spider web a, a mesh network that yeah can eventually become stronger and stronger depending on how many nodes devices you put on them yeah so if you don't already understand why you need to call a professional <laughs> uh maybe now you do um there are lots of reasons uh what are one or two of the main things you do for folks residentially and what are one or two of, of the main things you do for people commercially right so in your company you're getting phone calls to help homeowners with what and you're getting phone calls to help business owners with what uh, in a home most of the time we're we're taking a antiquated tv setup and you know they're remodeling the room rearranging the room they they now want their tv above the fireplace or you know somewhere different um <clears throat> we specialize in making that look good and and providing the right tv for that space um, that's what i find myself doing a lot of uh, also home theater systems you know whether it be a full-blown dedicated home theater to just a, a media room in your bonus room mm. we're doing a lot of those as well um, for a commercial world we do a lot of bars uh, so like you know um, east coast wings or buffalo wild wing type type place where we hang all the tvs do the audio system do the surveillance for them um, that's early. a big part of their business right i mean when i go to a restaurant depending on what I'm going for, I want to see the game. And I bet the restaurant knows that if they don't have the audio and video in place, they're not going to have the customers in their place. Right. Right. So how important is it for business owners that maybe have antiquated audio video solutions, right? Every time I can't go anywhere nowadays where it doesn't say free Wi-Fi for our customers. Right. And when I go into a place that doesn't have free Wi-Fi on the lobby, like I'm frustrated because I'm thinking this, it's 2020, like this should be normal. Right. But there's still business owners out there that are antiquated. They're, they don't have the audio, video, the Wi-Fi, the technology in place. What do you say to them to convince them that it might be an expense in the beginning, but it's a huge cost savings or revenue generator in the long run? Yeah, I think that's just that. It's an investment. How much do you care about keeping that business going? You know, mm. um, I think we should all invest in that because it's going to bring more customers and it's going to keep them coming back. Yeah. You know? If they have a great experience, they're going to keep coming and they're going to tell people. Exactly. How do you, when you talk to a business person, we got a lot of entrepreneurs that listen though, they're looking at a P&L sheet and how do you show them a return on the investment? How do you show them, how do you get out of the tan or the, the, the kind of pie in the sky? Hey, we're going to make people feel good to the tangible reality of if you spend X, you will make Y. Uh, you know, I, I'll never forget someone that we both knew in the audio video world years ago one time told me that if you're paying per month for TV service and your bill is $300 a month because you're a business and you got a million TVs, if you spend four grand in equipment and reduce the bill down to $100 a month, then you're saving $200 a month, which means in two years you break even and every year after that you're profiting thousands of dollars. That was the first time someone broke it down for me, but that was a long time ago. What's a way that you break it down for business owners now where you show them, spend this money, 
but you're actually going to make more money because dollar and cent people are listening and they want to know why they ought to call you. Well, the point you just made is still still valid. Okay, you know, good, um, good. You know, we, we can take TV systems where, you know, customer might have a direct TV box on the back of every one of their TVs in, in the space. We can take it and do a rack system where we do less direct TV boxes but put them out to all the TVs individually or together, mm. however we want to do it. Yeah. In uh, the same token, think about um, the employees saving time in the morning, not turning all the TVs on manually. Maybe just hitting one button, everything comes on, or it's on a timer, and it all comes on at you know 30 minutes before opening. Oh, wow. Or how about the surveillance system that has proved that someone didn't slip on your floor and and now they can't prove that they got hurt in your establishment and Ooh, sue you, you know? That's big. That's huge. That's huge. <laughs> um, so, I mean, safety nets, really. You know? Yeah. Time saving and, and having the safety in place. I love it. Um, with our last, we've got about three, four minutes left. Uh, I'd, I always ask our guests to speak to people in their own industry. So we don't like to bring people on the program that have a scarcity mindset. We like to bring people that believe there's enough business in this world for everyone. And they don't see their competitors as people that they need to hate and fight with. Um, so what would you say to the folks in your industry that are struggling? What would you say to the, the guy that started six months ago and he can't get any traction? And remember, it's not just here in Charlotte. We have listeners across the country. So for the person that maybe, they, maybe they, they've been doing it for five years, but they don't see growth in their business. And they're thinking about hanging up the towel and, and, and quitting. You know, they had a vision. They had a dream. They had passion but they don't have any traction. What would you say to them? What, what should they be doing and what should they be stopping? If you're doing this, knock it off. If you're not doing this, start doing it. How can they see growth and not go out of business and fail? Well, personally for me, um, I kind of hit a bump in the road where I, I couldn't figure out how to grow any further. And thankfully for you, I you know, <laughs> brought on some business coaching. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, It kind of opened up my eyes to other avenues or other ways of doing things where me being ignorant did not know what to do. You know? Sure. So that's kind of how I've been trying to grow personally and with the business. Um, so that's, that's what I would do. Yeah. Uh, if you feel stuck, reach out to some other avenues you haven't tried before. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, you that's know? a great point. Um, Sometimes you got to, like or you said earlier, jump and the wings, they'll grow. But you, <laughs> you can't stay up on the cliff. You got to jump. Yep. You got to jump. What about what's one or two things that you did that you feel comfortable sharing that was a huge failure in your business? And you would tell other people, do not make this mistake. This was not good. What's one or two things that you feel comfortable sharing that the marketplace can go, oh, gosh, I was just about to do that. Thank God Jack told me not to. Well, uh, for one, get your budget in, in order. Ooh, okay. Definitely make sure your money's you know, tied up in the right things and you have a budget in place so that you can invest your money wisely and, and not just waste it on whatever. Yeah. Uh, also, you know, trust your heart. Uh, if you feel like there's something wrong with the person you're dealing with or just something that doesn't feel right, trust your heart. Trust your it'll, heart. It'll lead you in the right way. Yeah. How important is having people on your team that share your vision? That's well, huge. Without that, I mean, there's no drive. There's nobody yeah. helping me move forward. Yeah. Know? How big of a – we got listeners out there right now, Jack, that have employees working for them because the employees good at what they do, but they are not tied into the vision. They know how to turn a wrench. They know how to close a loan. They know how to paint a house. 
They know how to hang a TV. But what they don't know how to do is follow direction, follow the vision, respect the leaders, be a great team player. What do you say for the person in our last minute or two that have members on their team, maybe people in their life personally, that maybe get the job done, but it's taking so much more energy and effort to keep them on the team because they're not a team player and they're not a good fit. What do you say to those people, those leaders? Well, uh, you got to look at both sides. Is it just that person or is it maybe the employer not making it exciting for them anymore? Or, there you or go. giving them the passion that they used to once have and wow. maybe they lost it? Um, if if you're doing everything you can, then I think you just gotta let them go. Yeah, <laughs> please, you gotta gotta get rid of the bad egg, you know. Yeah, or else it'll it'll it's gonna destroy the company. But I like your perspective. Maybe it's not the employee. Maybe it's us. Yeah. Maybe as a leader, we haven't uh, inspired them and poured into them and created the atmosphere that that we once did. Yeah. You know, maybe their fire went out because we put it out. I love yeah. it. Hmm. The website again is easylivingtechnologies.com. What's the best email address for somebody that has another question for you or wants to figure out how you can help them? They can reach out to me personally, jack at easylivingtechnologies.com. I love it. To every one of our listeners, we thank you so much for tuning in. Jack, thanks for being here, for pouring into us, for teaching us. Uh, We hope that you'll tune in every week right here Sunday locally in in Charlotte, but also check out our podcast. Go to team-csg.com or just search Solutions from the Huddle on any podcast channel in the world and keep listening to entrepreneurs who are winning every single day. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Hey, guys. Titus Bartolotta here, your host for Solutions from the Huddle. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in today. And if you want to stay involved and engaged in the show, be sure to check out all major podcast channels by searching for Solutions from the Huddle. Thanks again for your support. We hope you come back.